detail. Yeah. I love that detail about how he runs into the grocery store clerk. Uh, oh, yeah. at the at, when, when, when he gets brought in for questioning because when he goes to buy the cat food there's lots of really great detail you know just throughout the film yeah. you know in in general but like I love when he goes to get the cat food and he's like you don't got any curry brand cat food and he's like well why don't you just get some other shit like none of it matters it's all the same thing and right. he's like you don't have a cat do you and the guy's like what do I need a cat for I got a girl <laughs> yeah. um, he's got a and, I got a he, cat he's got a girl I love that line yeah but yeah, that's that's the that that's the difference between us. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. and that you know, I I love that you know he talks to the community and the people on the periphery, and sometimes he just has a good time. There's a great scene closer to the end where uh, he gets hit by a car and he ends up in the hospital, and I love the fake out where it cuts to a <laughs> shot of a dude in a full body cast, and you're like, holy fuck, did he get like really fucked up? And then it just turns out he's in the bed across from him, <laughs> but then he goes over. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But then he walks over uh, to the guy in in the cast and the guy tries to like get him to play the harmonica and he's like, I can't play it. And then he just gives them the harmonica. And it's like the small character like situation detail that you feel like another movie just wouldn't have cared about. It would have skipped (laughs) the scene entirely. But it's it's so much, uh, you know, uh, about, you know, kind of how uh, cheerful and optimistic in a way that he kind of is how he's how I I don't necessarily know innocent, but like, you know, the lens with which he views the world is one of so you know some more joyful and peaceful than Definitely. it actually is because he's going over to that and having a nice little moment with this guy what the fuck happened to this guy he's on a full body cast yeah and also like, like uh, what what even gold or marlo has has seen already because at this by this point he's seen like the the miss wade has been abused by her husband he's he's seen the uh uh i i believe this is at the point where you see the death of roger uh, which we'll also get to, and then you see the mob. Yeah, he's seen the mob boss destroy his wife's face, which we'll also get to. He's been told yeah. to get naked, which we'll also get to. You know, it, it's <laughs> like it's just he has seen so much at this point, and now he's looking at a dude in a full body cast, and he still has this kind of like chipper attitude about him, where he's going to take the harmonica and start using it down the hall, and later on in the film. So yeah, it's just you, you can't you can't bring this guy down in a way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very you know it, it creates a sense of of warmth through the character yeah. that doesn't necessarily exist in his surroundings, and that that contradiction I think you know is kind of the heart of the film, and it and, and it works so well. But that brings me back to I love, for example, you know he has a nice conversation with that grocery store clerk, and then the detectives come by to visit him at his apartment. There's a lot of really great detail. I love some of just the casual, um, you know, like wordplay in it. In Oh, too, yeah. and, and like some of the you know the conversations where they have where they you know he's he's looking he's just looking for his cat and they're like forget about the cat and they bring him inside and they're like sit down marlo and he's like i'd rather stand then the one guy forces him to sit down he's like i'm pretty good with sitting though too like that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, i also like uh, the line where he the cop pushes him into the other cops so that they have a reason to arrest him because he's like assaulted the cops now and they start yes. giving him his Miranda rights and he's just like, oh yeah, I have a lot of rights. <laughs> it's yeah. just this like sarcastic <laughs> attitude. It's fantastic. It keeps yeah, I mean, it constantly he gets- uh, like lighthearted. <laughs> Yeah, and, and he gets in trouble a couple times later in the film for 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 <laughs> acting too smart, for always making uh, you know sort of like witty witty cracks at people who aren't who don't want him to do that. Um, 
But when when he gets taken in, because they're just like, yeah, they, they explain that, you know, Terry, they think, has killed his wife, Sylvia, and he's on the run for murder, and we think that you helped him get away, so we're going to bring you in, and we're going to interrogate you and keep you in prison for three days. When he arrives at the police station, he he sees the grocery store clerk there who is also being arrested, and he goes, the, the grocery store clerk goes, hey, man, how's your cat? Remembering <laughs> that he was there buying cat food, and he's just like, good, how's your girl? <laughs> And the and the, and the clerk the clerk says, "Good man, she just got busted at a protest," <laughs> <laughs> which is definitely again you know more uh, more of a unique sort of seventies uh, uh, situation that a you know a fifties noir care would find themselves in. Yeah, they they definitely portray the cops as like uh, just just another gangster, basically, just like a, a different version of the mafia that he mm-hmm. deals with uh, later on. Oh yeah, and he he spends three days with that like crazy dude in there who's like someday all the pigs are gonna be in here and the people are gonna be out there or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or I think it's the reverse. I think he said all the pigs are gonna be out there and all the people are gonna be in here. Yeah. But yeah, then then he gets involved with uh, Eileen Wade, who is again sort of like the 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 wife of a uh, screenwriter in 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 Hollywood, again played by uh, Nina Van Pallant, who I think is very good in the film. And also, I was surprised to see I hadn't really like seen her in much else. Mm. Um, I saw her in Orson Welles like F for Fake, and that was like kind of it. I was like, damn, what 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 happened? She's she's very good, and apparently yeah, Robert Altman kind of had to fight to get her in the film and everything like that too, because she wasn't you know particularly well known, and she she also wasn't uh, American. I'm pretty sure she's. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure she's Danish. Oh, okay. Um, Definitely did come off as just like that uh, typical blonde American woman. So that yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, well, and and I I like too that you know she's you know she she's very good at you know she would normally be kind of like the femme fatale kind of character. She would be in kind of the character who would be in the Barbara Stanwyck kind of role, someone who knows a little bit more. Then she's letting on that she knows, and there's a really like clever slip up that she do uh, she does too, where she says, "I like what you did for my friend." Right. Uh, that's why she found his uh, uh, she hired him to find her husband, right? Uh, and then he goes, Wait, what, do you, "What do you mean, my friend?" Um, because he's like, how, "How how do you know Terry? How do you know Sylvia? How do you know these people?" And like, it's just a subtle detail like that that then Philip Marlowe picks up on, and you know, he starts figuring out that there's more happening behind the scene. Um, but again, just filled with awesome location detail. The 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 house that they are in is Robert Altman's house, apparently. <laughs>